Welcome to the Dear God Diaries, an audio journal designed to help you increase intimacy with God through journaling. We are your hosts, Aishana and Shanice. Welcome. Welcome. Dear God, I can remember the first time I encountered you. I was in a tub feeling so low, so worthless, so ashamed, full of guilt and confusion and everything because of what I did prior to that. And I remember hearing a still voice amongst the noise that says, Prior warrior. No, it wasn't even what was said. But it was the mere fact that at my worst point ever, at my lowest of lows, a holy God would reach out and touch such a sinful, such a flawed, such a broken little girl. At that time, I was addicted to masturbation i was full of shame i was lost i was prideful i was angry i was i was so confused i was so lost but you reached out you reached out and touched me and called me in that moment i felt your love and and you know it i didn't understand it i couldn't understand it But since then, my life has never been the same. Since then, I've been on such a journey with you. And I am am grateful. I'm grateful for all you have done for me. And And I look forward to what you're going to do. Love, writer. First, we just want to say thank you for sharing uh your most intimate part of your life and so forth and i'm sure this is going to change the life of someone who is listening now you did mention the issue but i want you to just repeat the issue that you were struggling with that made you feel so worthless so for a long while um i don't even remember how i actually started to masturbate but i know it's about 16 they're about yeah masturbation was my battle i battled with it for years okay so you actually um did answer another one of the questions i wanted to know when did you first start it and why since you said you didn't know when when exactly you started did you know why you did it or what um fueled that that drive to do it um so at, at this point in time it was in high school and you know everybody well, let me not say everybody. Um, I would hear people talk about it casually and, uh, you know, curiosity, as with a lot of things that people end up going into. No, I never used to watch porn because to me it was very, you know, overly dramatic and whatever. I found a video on YouTube, right? And it was an educational video. I was talking about the whole process of sex and everything. And it was like a, a series. So each week they talk about a different type of sex. I'm like, okay, 
no, let's spend almost half of the night watching the thing. I remember they were talking about masturbation and we said, oh, you know, it is important that a female get to understand her body and this and that and all these things. So that's how, you know, curiosity came about. I said, hmm, let me try. And uh, yeah, I went in the rabbit hole and it took a while to get back out. The Bible says lack of knowledge makes my people perish, which means that when you don't have knowledge, you perish. And curiosity is basically acquiring knowledge on something. So even though curiosity is actually a good thing because seeking knowledge is always good, right? But how can it become bad? How can curiosity negatively affect you? Or how can it corrupt you then as a person? It is good to be curious. I don't feel like God made us that way, to be fascinated about certain things. But then... Yeah, the problem now is where you go to get information or to feed that curiosity. And I went the wrong place from ever since I had a sense of wrong and right. And you know how my mother stays. She tells me about everything. Talk about sex a lot. That was one topic that she never really covered. And it would be like a child. You see the fire. Your parents tell us the fire hot. But yeah, you can learn from other people experience but you want to experience it yourself and you touch it and you realize whoa this kind of hot but no the thing with masturbation yeah it's kind of hot but it's kind of nice <laughs> you get me every time after one of those sexual encounters i would feel so awful like so empty and low so that's how i knew that it was wrong and uh, i tried to justify it over the, the course of my addiction so curiosity in children it is important. Whenever you see a child being curious, it is you as a parent to step in and explain to them whatever they're curious about. Um, and I didn't go to my mother, as I know she would have explained it to me, but I never feel like I was comfortable at that time to go to her and talk about masturbation. Because that's something that's very personal. You know, sex involves other people. But masturbation, you know, you can do that in the quiet and nobody knows about it. So yeah, it is good to be curious however it's where you go to to fulfill that hunger for knowledge um that can be dangerous you mentioned about justifying the wrong that you're doing what exactly did you tell yourself or convince yourself okay so (laughs) until later uh, when god said the, the heart of man is desperately wicked we are your flesh is so wicked but um you know i would say Oh, you know, when I get when I get married, well, I wasn't even thinking about marriage at the time. But what they said was that when you're married, you know, because you're so familiar with your body, you know how to explain that to your husband. Um, and they said it's good for your mental health and it helps relieve stress. <laughs> yeah. So it helps you release your stress when you're feeling a lot of tension and yeah. So there was a lot of things out there, and I'm sure there are a lot of explanations on the internet as to how beneficial masturbation can be, but it's a lie. Trust me. Amen. Amen. I'm glad you said that because honestly, um, as you were saying some things, I'm, I'm just thinking of some of the conversation persons would have had that our faith goes absolutely against. So really and truly too, you know, as you said, the source, what source, what, what source are you getting these things from? Are you getting this knowledge from the world 
are you getting it from from heavenly places which which is the word of god are you getting it from god himself what does god have to say about it so as you said you know it's very important to to you know really focus on where you're getting these things from other than you know being addicted to, to masturbation how else did it negatively affect you um it opened the door to the spirit of lust in my life and 90% of the day i was consumed with lustful thoughts even sometimes when i'm at church my mind would linger away from the topic at hand and focus on something or something else um another thing it made me look at myself as you know, nasty, disgusting. Oh, they say, oh, yeah, you explore your body. You become more confident with your body. You know what you like and what you don't like. But when you're doing something that is sinful, even though you want to stop, you just can't seem to stop. It makes you feel like you're less than. You're not worthy. It made me feel like, you know, I'm the worst sinner and that God couldn't forgive me. No matter how many times I asked for forgiveness. I wouldn't be forgiven. So loss and low self-worth, that was one of the main ones I can identify right now. Okay, thank you. And you said that you wouldn't be forgiven. And yes, I understand what you really mean. You really meant it was, um, even though you asked for forgiveness, I'm sure God was faithful and just to forgive you of your sins and cleanse you of all that unrighteousness. But you just didn't embrace that forgiveness. So you continue to walk in condemnation and that condemnation would have caused you to do more of what you were praying or asking for, for forgiveness about, right? Yeah, definitely. Though probably every time after doing the act, I completely regret what I did. I asked God to forgive me, but I didn't accept the forgiveness. It feels as if forgiveness was too easy. It can't be just like that, you know? And that struggle made it hard for me to trust God. It made it hard for me to trust God's word when he says he loves me. When he say, you know, he sent his only begotten son to die for our sins. It made me feel as if, okay, forgiveness is not so easy. It's not as, oh, I say, God, I'm sorry, and he forgives me. But I have to prove to him that I am good enough to receive his forgiveness. Or I can be good enough. All right, thank you for sharing that. No, I want to know, how did this feeling affect your relationship with others? Like, how did you feel around others? Well, going back to the, the self-worth, you know, I felt that I had this dark, evil secret that other people didn't know and I could put on a front. It made me feel like I was a pretender. Um, you know, you know me. We're very close and yeah, we laugh and chat and everything. But it made me feel like, okay, you know, Ashana is so perfect and... She's not struggling with anything. And, you know, me there at night, I, I struggle and I ball and whatever. And nobody knows. And yeah, it made me feel like I had to, to pretend to be perfect. Everybody and everything. And you can't show weakness because that's bad. Yeah. Whoa. You know, as you're talking all of this, first, it's, it's weird that you think I was perfect. I knew I was one of the most imperfect soul God ever created right but I'm guessing it's his kind of perfection for you to think that I was perfect you know that was kind of surprising and what I wanted to say was it's so amazing how how all those incidents because I'm remembering when we were in high school and now that we're like years after 
we're going to be able to talk about it like no so this what you're telling me i just wanted to just inject that part in it is that you know whatever you're going through whatever struggle that you're going through now uh sometime in the near future you're going to go back over it and, and just really talk about it yes i wanted to know also what was the word god brought to you that changed everything well honestly you know i can't remember I, like at what moment there was this big bang thing and everything stopped i can't remember but i know that it has been a journey the worst part about it, let me tell you, the worst part about sinning is when you're sinning while you're a Christian. Oh my gosh, bad feeling. Oh Lord, that's worse than a sinner's um, conviction at all. Before I got baptized, I struggled with masturbation. When I just got baptized, I was struggling and it made it even worse. Like I felt like I got worse after being baptized because... I'm supposed to be a Christian. I'm supposed to be living according to the standard of God. And here I am failing at it miserably. To me, it felt like a long cycle of me trying to, to stop on my own. And then I stopped for a period of time. And then something happened and I went back and I stopped again. And yeah, so I just can't remember what happened exactly. You're right. Um, being a Christian, it's like you're supposed to be perfect. And anything other than perfect is worthless, right? So I know that feeling. And for you to really have overcome, because here you are now being able to talk about it, it's definitely the love of God that has brought you through. And it just goes to show you that there's nothing at all that is too hard for God. God knew that he was able and more capable of delivering you. And he has, because you're able to talk about it now. So glory be to God. Amen, amen. And I think why I was struggling so much is because I was trying to do it on my own. I was basically trying to prove to God, say, look, I can stop and I can be right on my own. As he says, our righteousness is as filthy rags. I'm glad you mentioned that because a lot of us out there as Christians, like that, I think that I think that in itself is the sin. That's the ultimate sin. Believing that you can do these things on your own and when you do that, it's you're, you'll feel, you're bound to feel. God will allow you to feel so he can show you that, listen, no, you can't. <laughs> no. <laughs> or probably just laugh at you and say, what? No. <laughs> but um, don't ever think that way. Even when you're so mature into Christianity or mature in Christ and now eating solid food and has passed the, the, the milk stage, you can never do it without God. It is important to surround yourself with people who are seeking after God. As the word says, flee from youthful lusts and pursue righteousness with them that are crying out to him from a pure heart. So to be a part of a church body, as we did tell you, I was struggling while I was at church. But it is important to still surround yourself with bad people, still go to church. As even if say. I had church on Sunday and the Saturday night I did it and I feel so empty and so low and I don't want to go to church the next morning. When I go to church, that's when, you know, God sent a word or something that would encourage me to keep on sticking with him. And it was even at church that I was delivered from demons. I guess that's a story for another time. Yeah, deliverance is important. Surrounding yourself with people who are trying to follow after God. And just being honest with God and with yourself. And no say I can't do it alone. That's the key to overcoming any addiction, I think.
And I absolutely agree. This is the end of our podcast. We hope that you have received a word of encouragement and that you too will pick up your book and start journaling to God because he wants to hear from you. Oh, Jesus, we thank you for your presence, your presence, which is heaven to us, your presence, which is our joy, your presence, which is our shield or our safe place or a hiding place. Father, we thank you that we could have discussed this, this issue, not just because you know, it's just for us, but it's for somebody else. I thank you, Lord, that you could have delivered the woman of God to be able to share her testimony so that somebody too can hear this and be saved from this very same issue. And just really reminding us and reminding the listeners that there is nothing that is too hard for you. There's nothing that can challenge you. There's nothing that you can't pull down there's nothing that you can't turn into wax every hill must turn into wax in your present every mountain must bow down before you almighty god you know we just want to lift you on high and exalt your name and magnify you i thank you lord for purifying your daughter for sanctifying her for you are the one who is responsible for sanctification and here she is today here she is being able to talk about the amazing your amazing hands in her lives in the mighty name of jesus father we want to give you honor we want to give you the praise because you're worthy of it all you're deserving of all the praise all the glory and um we just love upon you we thank you for loving us enough to deliver us from the hands of the enemy and we rejoice and celebrate with you that the enemy has no legal grounds in our lives especially in that area we thank you lord that the spirit of masturbation has been defeated has been overcome has been conquered because you jesus has given us the key to conquer and to overcome in jesus mighty name we pray and say amen